to Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode 48. How's it going, everybody? Hi, everybody. Good. Hey, it's an extra voice tonight. It's, mm. it's going good. It's going good. It's going good Actually, so that was my voice. I got a sex change. Yay, first Caitlyn Yay. Jenner, now you. Oh, I support <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. reference. <laughs> For the win. Even, even in your transition, you still kept the beard. I, I, that's that's bravery. I applaud that. Right. right. <laughs> also, I'd like to, I'd like to just point out that Strange Tales from Outer Space is presented by Star Space Bucks. Go. What was that? Where did you like? Is that part of the SoundCloud thing? Like, yeah. Dude, so EDM, EDM, Starbucks. So for some <laughs> some horrible horrible reason, it decided to play a, uh, a soundtrack in between the the tracks. So normally when I when I I do it, I usually make a playlist for the week, and uh, it's fine and it's great. It's no big deal. But I, this week I have been so slammed that I didn't make a playlist. Mm-hmm. So I played the the top four songs that were on my stream of people I listen to and follow. And uh, it felt so it was sophisticated. It felt yeah. not like you. <laughs> no, no. Oh, that's because this is the music I listen to, not the music I force other people to listen to. See, you there's a difference. <laughs> anyway, Indigo, let's start with you since you're already talking. How was your week this week? Uh, well, uh, I have been super, super slammed, as I said. And uh, I uh, am, if you can't tell, my voice is a little... Uh, a little rough this week, so I will probably be very, very quiet compared to normal. But oh, uh, our little man uh, is growing up. <laughs> but uh, no, everything is going really, really well, and uh, I'm really excited to do today's episode. Actually, awesome. because it's something other than what I've been doing all week. <laughs> Krug, how was your week? My week was good. Uh, for some reason, I've had a little bit of trouble sleeping this week, and I can't really figure out why. But other than that, it's been a pretty good week. Uh, a lot of work. Like we've been. Having a lot of separate outages at work that have just like drained my life away, like power outages and phone service outages and just don't want to pull my hair out if these people that provide us with services don't get their shit together. But that doesn't have to do with the game we're talking about. <laughs> so we just get back into the game. Um, I've been farming uh, PVE instances for gear because, like I said, I think over the past couple of weeks, I have uh, been unfortunate enough to have deleted some of my gear. So farming for gear... I'm done with my PVE heel set, working on my PVE deep set. I mean, not done with the set. I don't have, like, solid pink just across all my gear. But I've got it to a place where I'm a useful character again. Uh, so I'm working on my PVE set, going into uh, dungeons and uh, doing some healing and trying to get some off-spec needs from the group. Hopefully they let me, which is normally they have, which is nice. Yeah, people um, are pretty cool about that. That's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Especially if there isn't, a, like, a, if the other medic in the group already has, you know, yeah. That piece or a better piece, and I'm just like, can I just please need? And they're like, yeah, sure, I don't care. So yeah, that's uh, that was my week. It's pretty fun, pretty good times. Nice. If I any of you that... use uh, Time Warner cable for your internet, please uh, discontinue service until they get their s together. Thank you. That's all. That's. Not <laughs> but let's let's not forget the fact that we have a fourth window tonight. We have an awesome guest from the Black Dagger yeah. Society, Chestnut. Yeah. How you doing? Good. <laughs> What? You already asked that before, dude. Oh yeah, huh? that was like awkward yeah. first date status. <laughs> so, um, so do you come here often? How, how you doing? <laughs> popular bar, but I mean, um, not everybody comes here. Like, like, what do you do, Chestnut? <laughs> like, how was your week, Chestnut? <laughs> anyway, I'm not getting a second date out of this. Nope. No, you're not. Damn. Um. <laughs> oh. 
So I haven't gamed at all since like Memorial Day. I finally got in games um, on Friday. I had an opportunity pop up in real life, so I'm. Mm put in a, a project for an interview. Um, oh, so nice. I spent like a week and a half working on that. Um, but I finally got in a game on Friday. I played a little bit of Final Fantasy, a little bit of Wildstar, and worked on contracts. And we did a world boss run with Guild. Um, and some guildies helped me a little bit with attunement. And then I played a little bit of Star Wars today and, and worked on exploring all the fucking spells there are. Because I'm not an MMO monogamist. <laughs> so, real quick, I Fair know enough. this is not a, a Final Fantasy podcast, but is Heaven Sword out yet? Uh, it's two weeks. I think it's June 26th or something like that. Ooh, that's my birthday. (laughs) Welcome to the new podcast, Strange Tales from Outer Final Fantasy, whatever number they're on now. (laughs) (laughs) We talk about all the news from Final Fantasy, whatever number they're on now. Fat chocobos are a thing! Anyway. They are. (laughs) Well, cross your fingers. Uh, Hopefully you get some good news out of that. I really do. Yeah, knock on wood. I will let you guys know, so... I'm also awesome. really happy that Doc isn't the opportunity that you got this week. That's just <laughs> because it's already failed. Opportunity to stand up. Your husband almost had always me busting up laughing during the pre-show. He said something that I just I couldn't I couldn't hold it. I lost my shit earlier in the pre-show. <laughs> As for myself, I think I might have been the only person of the four of us this week that got some actual game time. Uh, I've been meeting more and more people in game who've been recognizing my face. Oh, no one cares about you, Krug. I'm game kidding. time. <laughs> fucker. What the fuck? Why you gotta... By the way, this show is rated M for mature. <laughs> yeah, the SRB ratings. But uh, as for myself, I've got to meet a lot of people in game who are actually starting to recognize my name, and I'm incredibly humbled that they do do that, and I'm still trying to, like... It feels weird. I like... I'm so used to playing games where they have that anonymity as everybody else's has. I mean, I'm already starting early tonight. Where I can yeah, just kind of slip in and out. But I'm having little powwows this whole week and talking to people, and I got to see someone who's developing a, a add-on that I really, really want to talk to more. Uh, but I wanted to let them finish it first. Oh, Some sure, new... that's safe. Yeah, it's it's really really cool. I got my stalker to level fifty on Exile side. Nice. Uh, I'm gonna start getting her geared out pretty soon. Uh, Senpai, please, will be ravaging battlegrounds near you soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> Other don't than worry, that... it's totally gankable. Like just. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's move on to the Strange Tales this week. Woo, woo. We're going to go right into it. we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. And yes, first and do. foremost, we're going into the big updates patch notes that showed up on June 2nd. Uh, there's quite a bit in there. We're going to mostly talk about some highlights and go over some of the class changes and see what you guys think about it and get some opinions and, and whatnot. So first off, one of the bigger noti- one of the bigger changes was the Hollow Wardrobe uh, now removes any unsaved changes from current costumes. So what it was doing was it would still keep the pieces on you for some weird reason when you were changing costumes, which caused some weird confusions where people were like, I thought I got rid of this and I didn't know what this, it just wasn't working correctly. So a carbine kind of went in and said, okay, cool. Now when you actually are changing it and didn't save it, it'll actually disappear like it's supposed to. So you're not accidentally dying it or, or whatnot or getting things confused and costumes mixed up. Mm-hmm. Minor change, but it's a nice quality of life thing. Yeah, definitely. So the next point has just had a surprising, um, not a bad turnabout from the community, but an interesting discussion of people who were just mainly confused. For the record, ground mounts and hoverboards are now writable and learnable at level three. Right. So do, what level was it before? 14. 14 for, 14 for regular mount, and then wasn't it 20 for a hover? Yes. 20, 25 yeah, for that's hoverboards. True. That's true. 25, it was 20 yeah. for a hoverboard. So they've changed both of these. A few people have 
uh, rightfully gone up in arms. <laughs> rightfully. They've gone up in arms because they have the ability to go up in it's, arms. It's like, it's a meh change. Like, I think they just did it so that if you have an account bound mount, you can use it. Yeah. Right? Like, that's yeah. kind of where it came from. And there's not many account bound mounts. I mean, there's the Elden mount from the deluxe box set. Uh, if you were in the beta, there is the Flux Hover Ward from Back to the Future Part 2. Mm-hmm. And then I believe if you two-step authenticate, you also get the Grinder mount. Yep. And that's a free authenticator, so everyone can get a free mount. Boom. That is 100% true. And well, I mean, assuming you have a cell phone, well, and, like a smartphone. You can get it on a tablet. Yeah. Well, or if you don't have a computer. cell phone, I doubt you'd have a tablet. Can you get an authenticator <laughs> on your computer? Yeah. Yeah. Through- oh, I didn't know that. Jeez. Yeah. Ignore Krug. <laughs> but, uh, but the reason because we know that if you play Wildstar, you have a computer. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> uh, hopefully a PC. I don't know if anybody's playing this game on a tablet. Eh? Okay, I'm going to try now. That I'm going to try it on my that surface. That would suck. Can you imagine trying to <laughs> dodge on a, on a tablet? You're like, swipe, swipe, swipe. Why aren't you dodging? Anyway. <laughs> so what is going on with this change is mainly it's to give an ease and a bit of a quality of life for current players. So the four of us, uh, some of the people in our chat, if you're listening to the game and you're currently subscribed, it's just to ease your playing time. So once level three comes, whether you finish the arc ship or not, you can learn your mounts, any of your mounts you have on that character. But to be honest, it's most likely those three mounts and off and you're off to the races. And it's also to kind of show incentive for free to play your players. What I would assume, imagine this fall comes around it goes free to play uh, you meet all of your friends, they're just getting out of the arc ship tutorial, and you're like, yeah, cool, see you later. Beep, hop on hoverboard and go away. And they're like, what, 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 what is that thing? And hey, look at that, if you authenticate your account so no one can, well, it'll be harder to hack. Or if you spend some money in the cash shop to get a new ounce or that kind of stuff, now you can join me and we can ride around like a really sad Vespa gang. There, there hasn't been any confirmations. Uh, uh, wait, there's been one mount confirmation, right? Uh, which one? For the cash shop? One right now, which is the Protostar Enforcer. The Protostar a spider bot mount that you saw in the back of the free-to-play yeah. video. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I just I was just trying to think. It was like, oh, is there going to be mounts? And then I realized that was a really dumb question because it already had been confirmed. There's one. <laughs> and for the record, anything that's currently tied to an exclusive deal, like the Snarfalinks or the Elden Hoverboard or the Flux Hoverboard, they, they've been pretty much said almost 100% they will never appear in the cash shop. Yeah. So... But if they did to decide know. to do the top hat and monocle, I'm just saying. I'm okay I with still that. want those. <laughs> I don't live in Germany. Made me forget about those ones. Well, the problem is, is that we couldn't get them because we're not in the UK. Yeah. yeah. They only gave yeah. it out to Gamescom that one time for like three days. They're so dapper. And they did a bunch of giveaways for, for things after that. I just never got them. Yeah. It's very sophisticated. But let's move on to some of the class changes. Uh, actually, no, one more change. I, I, I'm sorry. Any and all players that uh, in, are involved in a kill quest will actually receive the credit. The credit. The credit. Any and all players involved in a kill will receive the credit. Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting Scotswing. <laughs> and yeah, and that's pretty much what brought this change on, where, like, it, after contracts became a thing and Scorching Wing and, and the just every event across Nexus was kind of being overrun. Yeah, on, was being overrun on the day that it had a contract. Basically, like... A third of the people wouldn't get credit for it or some stupid fraction of people wouldn't get credit for it. And people were like, oh, you can get credit if you like do damage within the last X amount of time. Or, oh, you can get credit if you're in a raid group or if you're not in a raid group or if there are X many raid groups. It's just there's so many like theories coming out. I think they're just trying to 
fix it. <laughs> My it's... question, though, because I'm still salty about dying on King Honeygrave last oh. night. <laughs> do you die? If you, I died at 2%. Oh. If you die, do you what? still get credit? Because Wait. currently you King have Honeygrave to get rezzed and hit him 40%? again. He was at 2%. We downed him. And I died. I hate all of you. All of you in that kill. I hate all of you. In the most well, you loving way. Because she didn't get credit. Right, except, except for what? Except for Chestnut. I'm still salty about And also because she's on the show and we want her to not leave in the middle. That'd be great. That's true. That's true. I'm so salty about that damn bee. I agree. I'm with you on this one, Chestnut. I hate that goddamn bee. I honestly don't see why they would do that, why they would make it so that if you die, you get credit for it. I think if you die, you don't get credit for it. No, no, no. no. Yeah. I was up the entire time, so why shouldn't I get credit for it? Because That's died. one of the reasons. Oh, oh that's totally... Krug, I am your guild leader. I can kick you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling rank, motherfucker. <laughs> so so the, the thing is, is that I believe, and correct me if you guys know any different, but uh, if you uh, die and don't res, you can get credit. But if you die and res, you automatically lose credit. I think that's the case. Something like that at the moment. Well, not anymore. Now it's just like, look, as long as you're doing damage to it, you will get credit. So well, hold on, hold on. We don't know exactly how this... All they said was that... You just have to. You have to just do damage. Involved in the kill. It doesn't say how it affected any of those. How else going to be involved in the kill? I mean, unless you're just straight healing. You well, I mean that counts as if the person you're healing hits the monster, you hit the monster. That's yeah. how the heal. And CRBKM confirmed in chat. Yeah, pretty much. You just have to contribute to the. Kill. Oh, sick. Cool. Before awesome. it used to be, it had you had to actually heal or damage a threshold. You have to hit X before you can get credit for it. Now it's just just do it. Yeah, and I think I think the point I think the reason why they originally didn't have that in there was because people they don't they didn't want someone to go over just make one you know hit and then just they're like all right cool I'm gonna let the group just attack yeah. it and I'll right. I'll get credit for it you know what I mean I think yeah. they wanted to yeah hopefully that doesn't start happening because that'd be annoying yeah that would be obnoxious just 800 people on Scorch Moon only three people are hitting it and everyone's just <laughs> texting <laughs> <and> walks away <laughs> standing around let's go and uh, incite a riot shall we. Yeah, well, no, no, this is actually, yeah. these changes aren't, aren't horrible. Well, what? They're... What? You mean fair and <laughs> balanced? Medic was OP. So, uh, medic, medic patch notes. Uh, basically, we're trying to bring it in line. I uh, had a couple of broken bits about it, which I think they're trying to address. Uh, maybe some things they missed, but we can get into that later. Uh, so, going down, uh, Annihilation, I'm not going to go over all these notes. I'm going to go over the three that I think were the most important, because... Uh, these three things were quite OP as F. Uh, so Annihilation got its base damage reduced and its per level damage reduced and its damage per tier, or which is the same thing, reduced. But the field duration got increased. So uh, if P- if you manage to keep people in the field longer, you can do damage, more damage. But you can't just like tap someone with it and have them, you know, take just stupid amounts of damage, which I think is the right direction to take fields in. I think if you're playing a field build, your goal should be to like slow people or stun people in the field so that they have to sit in the field. I don't think like, oh, look, you walked over the left corner of the field and now you're just going to take dots while you walk around nowhere near the field. Ha <laughs> fuck you. Uh, that was kind of a weird mechanic. I think the 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 challenging part of field should be to keep people inside of them uh, or to put them in a place that people need to stand or something like that. Like it, it's there needs to be a lot more skill involved in it. Uh, so that's annihilation going down to devastator probes which got reduced damage it got by smacked a lot. in the face 
Yeah, 15%. which is good because it was strong. And with with the the amp that I forgot the name of, that basically if you detonate the probes, they the cooldown for that ability is reset. So you could just like probes, detonate probes, detonate probes, detonate probes, and then go through your actual rotation. And then by that point, all the abilities you have that detonate the probes are back up. And then you just do that again and then go back through your rotation. It was a mess. It was just so much damage. So they reduced the damage on that, which uh, totally, totally legitimate nerf. And then Quantum Cascade had its damage reduced per level and base, which was good because honestly, Quantum Cascade cannot miss. Like you no. can't miss Quantum Cascade. If somebody is like anywhere near you and even like even its last tick, which is its smallest tick, it's just so big. You can't miss it. And and it did so much damage given the fact that it was such a difficult ability to miss. And so now uh, it deals a little bit less damage. So it's going to be a little let, less OP, especially in, in, you know, PvP where you're kind of crowded around an objective and a medic can just like blink in and just until everybody's at like zero health and have someone else come in and mop them all up (sighs) well they were saying that it wasn't just straight taking out damage it's more like they actually moved the damage around right a couple abilities did get some some uh tweaks that made them a little stronger like for example atomize got a little bit stronger um but I think the goal was to make them weaker. <laughs> they did. It kind of was the goal because let's be honest, they were decent enough before drop five and drop five. Well, the changes were well intentioned. It brought them mm-hmm. way up to the forefront. Right. Right. And well, I don't think they went up super far, but they did come up farther than I think they should have. And I think these changes can hopefully take them down. And honestly, like the atomized thing, I don't, I don't. I, I want to see how Atomize plays out, and I want to see how the rest of the fields play out because I'm hoping they try to bring the skill cap for those fields up, but also the reward for that coming up like enormously. Like if you're stupid enough to stand in a medic's field, you should be punished for it severely. But if you're good enough to get out and avoid like the CC train that should follow, then you should be you know rewarded in that you don't take nearly as much damage. That's that's how I think those should work. Sounds fair to me. Kind of like when you're fighting against something, if you stand in the red, you know, you, you take a crap ton of I, damage. See, <laughs> see where the logic it's comes It's learning in? for raids against a new person. <laughs> Jessa, <laughs> uh, are you a spellslinger by any, by any chance? No, I'm What's, a stalker. You're a stalker. So you, guys, you mean the best class ever? So you guys kind of just got uh, completely flown over this patch. Thank well, God. This, this, yeah. this rendition of the patch. We haven't. Yeah, it, it that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Just as of right now, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to go into the next class. Only really three classes got hit this patch. Medic, we just talked about. Spellslinger, mm-hmm. there was three changes. Two of them were very, very, very needed. The first one is charge shot. Now, if you've ever been in PvP since drop five, you'll notice the Spellslingers yep. have been harder to hit because they're further away and they're chunking you as much as they would before with, with quick draw. But... You still couldn't get to them. And the reason was charge shot. Charge shot's first charge has no cooldown. You blow it off fast enough, you can span that thing like a, like a quick draw. And it was doing a, quite a bit of damage for that first charge. So what they decided to do was reduce the damage and the per level damage by quite a bit, honestly, about 10%. And, and to be honest, the, the change is needed. When you have the ability to span something that much from 30 yards away, in PvP, it makes a lot more difference than in PvE. 
And Spell Slingers, it wasn't really a bug. It was people were like, "Oh, it's a bug. It's an exploit." It wasn't. They just re- the, a real a couple a handful of Spell Slingers realized, "Damn, the damage on this thing is much better than we realized." Sure. And it spread around the Spell Slinger circles real quickly. I was using it in PvP, and I was like, "This is this isn't even fair." I, I'm sitting there chunking warriors for a third of their life before they even get within leap range of me. Like this is ridiculous. And Vitality sure. Burst also got a bug fix, an actual legit bug fix, where it would actually uh, expand, it would refund more spell power at tier 8 at the first charge, and now it just kind of, um, just fix that. Like, you can't get extra spell power back. And other, honest, other than that, Shock and Awe can now be procced by Arcane Shock and Spatial Shift, which is just amp stuff. Mm-hmm. So, that was the big thing for Spell Slingers. And anybody want to go over Warrior? Sure, I can the do Warrior. giant long list of Warrior? Huh. It's not, uh, it's not a huge thing uh so the changes for warrior is damage has been reduced on whirlwind uh not that much you know it's like it's a little less than uh, one point of damage per level that's gone down you know it's went from the 13.34 per level to 12.66 it's a slight reduction i i don't see a problem with that especially since we added the whole suction thing with whirlwind Mm -hmm. uh sure cool i'm down Let's yep. make it happen. <laughs> yeah, see, see what that looks like. It it's really, really hard to predict reason. how such like minor tweaks and abilities are going to affect gameplay. Sure. Like this could be something super, you know, useful, something that that fixes a lot of gripes, or this could just be like an unnoticeable like point x amount change that we're just like, yeah, we're all still annoying as shit. <laughs> you mean awesome? <laughs> just awesome uh, balls. Also, for PvP, base damage was adjusted. Uh, AKA increased time to kill, which uh, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that the, I, I didn't see, is this increased time to kill for them as it takes longer to kill a warrior or is yeah. it? Takes, okay. No, this is, this is just the PVP instance, like in general, when you're in a PVP instance, damage in general will be lowered like across the board. So that everyone, so oh, that everyone oh. takes longer to kill everyone. Does I'm that make sorry. sense? Yeah, we moved. Uh, I'm <clears throat> we moved from Warrior. Yes. So, <laughs> sorry. I was like, I was like, wait a second. Uh, so no, the one adjustment for Warrior was the whirlwind. The the next patch note we were going over, which is PVP. So yes. that's what I should have said before, which is PVP uh, base damage is adjusted to increase time to kill. Right. Uh, PVP healing modifi- uh, modifiers. Scales with decreased damage output. Are you having a Which stroke? Makes sense. No, I told you I can't. I'm oh, like, okay. Uh... Do you want me to take over the battlegrounds one and do it? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in Daggerstone Pass, we can now capture uplinks while affected by stealth. That mm-hmm. stealth detection buff. Eh. Oh, stealth detection buff. Yeah, because what it would do would before <laughs> the game would count that stealth buff you ran over as oh, you carrying an object. object. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I just saw stealth and then it started a new line. I was like, no way. That's stupid as shit. But okay. <laughs> now now we're back to reality. Uh, we can capture uplinks while affected by the stealth detection buff, which and is good. That must have been change. a buff. I don't think that was a like a balance change. I think it was always intended that you yeah. could capture uplinks while you had that buff. Well, the, the stealth detection was a balance fix. You know, oh, just- yeah. The stealth <laughs> detection was. But I think they always intended for you to be able to capture the, the points while you had the stealth detection buff. I, I can't yeah. see how that would have been a balance thing. <laughs> Anyways. It was just a fix. Quick fix on the item. Sure. And the most important one. Well, Tiki Temple. No more picking up masks while in stealth or void slipped. Yeah, that was happening, and it was freaking me out because usually I'm like defending the uh, defending it, and all of a sudden it's like they had it. Flag and they has were been picked up. What? 
Yeah, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm standing, <laughs> like, I'm looking at it, and, and how did they know? No, All of a sudden, no, no, 20 no. yards away is a spell singer going, ha-ha, sucka! <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> but those were really the majority, or the most interesting highlights mm-hmm. from the uh, the patch notes of this week. And uh, well, us. Check oh, the notes out for yourself to yes. find out what's the most interesting for you. And while you're at it, why not tweet me and tell me what you thought was the most interesting note? Are you lacking for tweets that bad, Krug? No, <laughs> I to him. blew up today, but I like Twitter, so just tweet me more. <laughs> <laughs> and as a heads up, if you do frequent the Reddit or you like to avoid it like the plague, but want to keep up to date on all of the um, goings on in your class and see if you want to try something new, some of the community has started up our Wildstar builds. Now, some people have been using Wildstar Base and other sites. The problem with that is that they're not always at up to date or they're missing stuff. There's no real discussion going on. It's just someone slapping up their build. And sometimes it works. Like Eclipse had his warrior build up there. And I believe he had commentary on it as well. That helps. But most yeah. people are just like, oh, this is my leveling 50 build. Okay, yep. why? What am I doing this for? So Wildstar build is supposed to help people that are looking for help with their builds or to recommend builds to other players and, and it give more in-depth discussion. The only issue with a site like this and it's, it's not me being mean about it. I really want it to work. Is that these kinds of sites really work when there is discussion and participation? So mm-hmm. if you guys are, if people are going to complain six months down the road, why is there no place where we can talk about our builds and show them off and discuss and see what we're doing wrong? And you didn't help participate in our Wildstar builds or all or Wildstar base. I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's not even me being mean. It's like there there was the resources right there. So it's also. A, a pretty attractive subreddit as far as subreddits go like it, it's pretty fancy i've never seen a subreddit that looks this good and it has like little fancy css animations oh look at it go i like it i'm and into it samurai cabin in uh chat just says hey wildstar base is up to date well the builds may not be flushed out the website itself and that sorry i mean i should clarify that that's correct wildstar build base is up to date i meant the content from the players adding it might not be so the idea is, is if you guys aren't going to wildstar base and you're not going Wildstar Builds, and you're going, I need help with my builds, and you're not using those sites and participating in those sites. Uh, do I... Right. More of a general statement. You weren't saying yeah. go to Wildstar Builds instead of Wildstar Base. Exactly. Go to whichever one you want, as long as you participate in that part of the community because it's an important one. Exactly. Do, you, do, do you guys use Wildstar uh, Base or uh, the Reddit for your guys' builds? Or do uh, you guys just Considering kinda... that Wildstar Builds is a very recent addition as far as I'm concerned, uh, I have not used Wildstar Builds, but I do use Wildstar Base on a regular basis. And honestly, I like Wildstar Base a lot because it's – the interface is good. The interface is really good. I think they I got it like right. That you can sort by when they were last updated. So if someone does right. update their build, it's like, oh, hey, so-and-so mm-hmm. updated it. Awesome, exactly. like Freya. I always look at Freya's builds for Stalker Tank. Oh, like, I'm like, did they update it yet? Did they update it yet? <laughs> <laughs> Freya's a genius. Uh, and honestly, I think um, some people might not like Wildstar Base for whatever reason, or they might be more familiar with the Reddit interface, or they might want to get like rep for posting it in Reddit, whatever the reason. This is a tool for you guys to use if you're interested in doing so. And right now there's a difference between them. Wildstar Base is simply like what Chestnut was saying. Hey, there's a person I know is really good at this. This is their recommendation. At the moment, I'm looking at some of the threads on Wildstar Build. It's more like, hey, what do you guys think about building for AOE, for Engineer PVE? Uh, How would you guys do this? So instead of taking one person as a viewpoint and kind of matching them and seeing what they do versus what you do, Mm-hmm. Wildstar Builds is more of a community circle where they're like, uh, yeah, I've tried this. What do you guys think about being this? Boring, being more of like a crowdsourcing build thing as opposed to like a way to, I don't know, 
not preview your build, show off your build, I guess, which is what Wildstar Base is really good at. Yeah. Cool. That's pretty much all the big news this week. So, we brought someone That's on not who... not true at all. We have tons more news. <laughs> uh, we brought on the right person for this, though, because Chestnut loves the community if you haven't been to any of the Black Dagger Society stuff. Really? I thought Chestnut hated the community. Just, <laughs> just you. Just oh, us. just you. I'm even better. It's not even me. I'm good. I'm in the clear. All right. I'm out. Right. <laughs> so what we do is we do show notes every week, and we try to keep it up to date throughout the week. So we know what we're talking about when we get to the show. Uh, there, We might have missed a news article here and there throughout the week, but these are stuff that pointed out. We figured if we're having somebody who's going to be very community-oriented, even more so than us, let him run wild, and she took the ball and like pat, went, she went like run force run with it and just kept going every day i got an email alert hey check this out hey check this out hey check this out this is awesome so let's just get right into it and uh if you want to lead the charge on this one chestnut go for it got it all so right. chestnut is writing all of our show notes right the strange tales from outer space brought to you by the black dagger society and <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, so first, Quantum visited uh, the AT-AT plot that everyone is, like, gushing over. Um, and really? I'm, I'm a little bummed that Quantum posted theirs before I did because I also did Emberleaf's plot for Yardcore. But that'll be up in, like, two weeks. But it's it's an amazing plot. And the way Emberly talks about it is, like, mind-blowing. Like, the things they did and, you know, the inspiration they got and why they did it. And it's... It's it's an awesome plot. You all should go visit. <laughs> so as a preview Absolutely. for Yardcore, you got to talk to Emberly as well, correct? I did. Now, when you said they, I thought Emberly was just one person building the plot. Is there actually a team yeah. working on the ad-ad? No, it's just one person. Oh, okay. I was like, damn, that's even more impressive. It's one person versus like, a group or something, and that's, my mind is still blown. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's nuts. And if you haven't seen this plot yet, like it, it, you need to look at it. It's yeah, there's a disgusting. TIE fighter inside, which isn't canon because a TIE fighter can't really fit inside, but they're like, <laughs> I'm not trying to go for canon. I'm trying to evoke like something everyone knows because everyone has that moment they remember when they were watching Star Wars and like, oh my God, like that thing. And like, you see it and you're like, like it evokes that memory of when you were a kid and watching Star Wars for the first time. Look, pre-Empire, the wingspans could have been small enough where it would have been able to fit in for like ground air deployment <laughs> when they're going. But it, I, I, I get, I'm with you on that one. It's long as it's like there's a reason for i'm sorry i need need glasses to push up it's like they're out there anyway (laughs) another preview of our community next week we're going to have get like gangsters on so june 14th uh, as of this recording get like gangsters is showing up and as part of the community stuff b pulse wanted to show off some fun little mechanics and some pretty cool stuff that warriors can do in pvp this is my favorite video that we have this week hands down now some, someone in the comments said it's a bug and it's an exploit. What are you doing showing this? You should get banned for it. Is this a bug or an exploit? Yeah, absolutely. You think so? Yeah. There's no way that this is intended. He's not dropping serious? the tether on the... Re- okay, so what's going on for those who are listening? What B-Pulse is doing is when a lot of people are going in Halls of the Bloodsworn to the jump pads to jump onto the first tier um, nodes, B-Pulse is running behind them. And well, first what he'll do for a lot of them is he'll jump off the ledge grapple them off so they fly off as well and he'll leap back onto the ledge to get better high ground advantage and occasionally he'll chase them down uh what he'll what he'll then do when they're going to the jump pad is he'll throw a tether i would assume at least the way i'm looking at it is under the tether pad some people are saying no you're throwing it on the tether pad which is weird 
Whenever it, it the doesn't, people... It doesn't even matter. Like, none of... It's literally... He's just tethering them right before they jump so that the tether hits them and then they jump. And then the tether pulls them back. But since they've jumped, they're very long distance away. So it looks damage. like they get a lot of momentum and they smack into the ground really hard. And it's like <laughs> they're falling from a very great height and then they die. That's what's happening. It's... If this isn't a bug, I will eat my pants. Like, th this is... <laughs> This has to be a bug. And for whoever it was in chat that said, why are you showing this? It's a bug. Because if everybody starts doing it and exploiting it, it's going to get fixed immediately. For, for the record, we're not saying do it. We're showing no. it off because it's interesting. But it also, there was a discussion that happened because of the video. Yes. You, that, that, that's true. Also, the reason this is my favorite video the entire, in the entire world is because uh, when, he, when, when a person gets tethered and then is pulled back to the jump pad, sometimes they hit the jump pad and the particle effects that come out of the jump pad makes it look like they just hit the jump pad and explode. It's the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's the greatest. So we're not uh, trying to report you, B-Pulse. Uh, we just I, I legitimately thought this was part of the mechanics because of the, the, the Z radius on the tether. And I thought no, the tether I mean, was being put under, when he tossed it, my assumption was the tether being put under the jump pad. So they were triggering yeah. it. I, I don't know. I had assumed that it was not an exploit or, or a bug. So if I don't it understand is, how, I don't understand how you can make that assumption. This is like, I'm so surprised there's fall damage bug. attached to a tether. I it's think not, that's possible. It has nothing to do with the tether. It just has to do with the speed it's with the which the person damage. attached the fall to the tether is him. moving. But he's, I didn't realize that the tether would actually give fall damage though. That's what's surprising to me when I see this video. So, like, when you're attached to a tether, zero fall damage? That's what you expected? I mean, I've... Well, I've well first of all, you shouldn't be falling with... You know what I mean? Like, like if we're in Wallatiki, oh, if you're yeah, in yeah. Wallatiki and I tether you, and then you jump off the edge, you're not hitting the ground. You get sucked back up, and you're not taking damage. Does that make well, sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that part of the mechanic for a tether, though, would be you're immune to fall damage. Although maybe it should be, apparently, because this thing is. I mean, I've gated away and I won't take any damage at all. I'm moving. Away. I don't know. It's weird. Or they video. could just make it so that if you're attached to a tether, you can't activate little platforms like this. <laughs> or, or if you're make the, being pulled or, make the or jump pad like pushed. a no ability zone where you can't use certain abilities like a tether on it. Well, it wouldn't matter. You can put it like in front of the jump pad and it would still work. Like he even did that for one of them. He put it yeah. right in front of the jump pad. Yeah, Sorry, no, be false. We didn't mean to get you in trouble. <laughs> no, no joke the first time i saw this i legitimately thought he was just pulling people into the tether and that oh sorry <laughs> pulling people into the tether and uh just launching them on the pads i'm like yeah that's not a that's not a uh, you know nope. that's not an exploit that's fucking hilarious nope. <laughs> and no, no they are taking damage but and... what <laughs> that's part of the video wasn't it Did you yes just straight <laughs> like... up What's happening? <laughs> Why anyway. is it like what Oxy had to be a dick on the stream? <laughs> let's let's move on. Uh, uh, yeah. Chestnut, this was awesome. I, like I said, I'll let you take full reign of this part because I, I just uh, like listening. Alice is a YouTuber that's always had really good content, but they started playing Wildstar, or I, I think replaying Wildstar recently, and they um, decided to take like videos of each zone, starting with the starter zones, and just going through and like showing a lot of the like scenery and landscape and stuff about like how beautiful the game is, and they're really pretty videos and really pretty music, and yeah. they're awesome ambient. <laughs> it's like an indie yeah, hipster music video playing in the background. That's really? what it feels like. Like, in, like indie music. Really? Like, that's what it feels like. And they're very pretty videos. It's so cool. I've been, like, after looking at stuff like this, I have a tendency now to, whenever I take screenshots, bump up all of my graphics. Even though it might bring me down to two frames a second, I still have enough time to hit print screen print and screen. pull them all down. <laughs> this game is gorgeous. 
No, no, I, no. The game is absolutely gorgeous. I, I remember watching these videos pre-beta. They were around pre-beta. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'm pretty sure Wildstar um, posted them, like originally, like um, like with no characters in the background. Like they would just show like the skies changing, and they would show them um, going through different like scenery and different backgrounds, so that you would be able to see like the day and night uh, difference between the two. Does it make sense? Yes. You remember that? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, if you haven't seen them, we will uh, have a link in our show notes and you can go check them out and be enthralled with how beautiful the space that you use to kill things is. <laughs> Just don't remember to look up or look down occasionally in this game. It's so pretty. So pretty. It really is. Like, I just noticed the Malgrave sky for the first time yesterday when we were doing Hell Rolls Bowl and I'm like... Wow, I've never actually looked up at the sky in Hel- in Malgrave. This is amazing. Oh, oh, we get it now. That's why you died. You were distracted by the sky. Bar. I didn't die. <laughs> I died on Honeygrave. Oh, I so the H, the H has got me. <laughs> My favorite thing is actually going into Malgrave and you go to the Falcron area in Malgrave, and you go you go up. Is it Malgrave? Yeah. When you when you're dealing with a uh, Marshal Yatish and Wind Screw, whatever his name is. They ask you to go all the way up to the top of the mountain. And if you go to the very top of the mountain, it's the highest point in the game. It's so high that even cranking your settings up to max, you still get a cutoff for the pop-in and the horizon draw. It's massive. I'll post a screenshot eventually this week on Twitter of going back to that point. It's such a cool vantage point, but you actually can't see the whole zone. That's how goddamn high up it is. But what you can see is awesome. And on a related note, uh, Moose just posted a link to a bunch of pictures of the Wildstar skyboxes, and they are effing gorgeous, so you should take a look through those. Uh, honestly, all of these things, totally wallpaper worthy. Totally making one of these my wallpaper, because these are fucking great. These are awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fucking you, saved. Krug, you, you do know that those are the next thing on, on show notes, right? Like, like it's it's right there. Yeah, that's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a Am I not allowed to the... transition to the next thing? No. Well, <laughs> he did it quite masterfully. Give him time. Give him give him give him time. He can he can work on that. He'll learn. He'll learn. <laughs> but it's not just So going back a little bit before, Quantum was doing the ad ad and he's doing a lot of videos. Uh, there's a, a group coming back or a man coming back to do more videos and more machinima for Wildstar. And if you've never seen Man vs. Wildstar, you need to watch it. It's, it's amazing. It's awesome. It's so funny. It's Bear Grills or Bear Gorillas in Nexus and going through all the man versus wild stuff with a Nexus Edge. This time he does, uh, what's it called? White Veil, which has probably the best line I've heard about this game I've ever heard. It's like a Deliverance meets Wildstar. That's just, that explains Stop. everybody in that zone. <laughs> <laughs> it legitimately cracks me up. Have you guys seen it? Yes. Yeah. My favorite part is that line and then when they play that Dueling banjos always crack me up. But yeah, go check out Man vs. Wild. It's it's great. It's a legit show show. He's got voice acting in there, he's got production values in there. It's a it's a nice wild ride. 
And another housing thing. Justin, if you want to take that one too. Uh, iDustina does essentially what I do uh, for Yardcore. They go around to a person's plot, except they're the EU. Um, so they go around to a person's plot about every week, and they like just tour it and look at all the cool things that are going on. Um, and this week it was Wizzo Willow Ward, I think is how it's said. I'm going to guess. It's a hard name to pronounce. <laughs> it is. There's Willow lots Ward. of That's... W's in there. Sounds close. <laughs> do you have a wing, Wizzo Willow Ward? Or your housing plot? Oh, and God, it's an amazing freaking up. pirate ship. Like, like, how can you say no to a pirate ship? There need to be more pirate ships. No joke. Yeah. When I when I watched this, it, it reminded me of of Booty Bay in WildStar or in, yeah. in, 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 in Wow in Wow. Yeah, it exactly. really did, huh? Yeah, I was like, is that? Did they recreate Booty Bay? Like, I was I was really mesmerized by it when I was watching it. He actually creates was, the cannons too. Yeah, everything. So cool. Yeah, it's super cool. Uh, that's EU has so many. I'm glad that there's somebody on EU that's actually t- showing off all these plots because I know we have people from EU. What? I just I hadn't gotten to this part in the video, and it is the crocodile is is coming out of the water. Oh, she actually has the walk the plank moment. Yeah, <laughs> it's really cool. There's a lot of little hidden nooks and crannies in there. It's really fun. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So we're gonna move on from the outside community and videos back to the subreddit and the forums. Uh, some of the new uh, moderators, man, I'm saying I'm a lot. I hate that. <sighs> Sorry. The new moderators uh, are going to help out the community. You said uh, right after you said the new <laughs> moderators. Way to call him out, dude. Well, I mean, if he's trying to stop, I just have to be have a helpful to... friend and point it out every single fair, time fair it happens. Point. So iPokeMonkeys <laughs> has decided to start up a list for current collections and lists of add-ons. And it's... Hold Actually, on, go back good. to saying uh, because you can't just put dead air instead of uh. I'm just picking uh. my words carefully. Stop derailing me, damn it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically, everyone's talking about on the forum of Reddit going, hey, I'm new. Everyone's talking about add-ons. What do I use? Why do I just use this instead? And I don't get why this is not working. Why is it broken? So I poke monkeys from Reddit, said, hey, I'm going to put this post up. And please, if you have an add-on that you use, put it in the post or message me. And we can put it up to date. And they've broken it down into categories, like the essential add-ons, what the community thinks Everyone should be running for whatever reason or another. Questing add-ons, alternative UI stuff, and extra fluff stuff just to quality of life to make it better. And there's some very popular ones like Forge UI, Perspective, Candy Bars, Tap That. And uh, how many of these add-ons have you guys used? I know Krug uses every add-on ever. so (laughs) I'm an add-on minimalist, so I actually haven't used a lot. Really? What do you use? I also haven't up... I use... Let's see. On the list... uh... I use Threat Meter (laughs) (laughs) and OptiPlates and that's it on the list. Wow, that's impressive. Is that by choice? Do you like have something against add-ons? Yeah, I've never been a bit like I use them a lot in WoW to the point where my UI was just like completely different. And I'm one of the rare people that actually likes the Wildstar UI. Um, so for me, it's more quality of life stuff. Like I, I'm also kind of elitist when it comes to doing things like Simon says, and I'm like, fuck your ad and I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> fuck your quality of life. <laughs> I, I kind of go into this weird point where I love the UI. I like the UI. I like the colors. I like the design. But after a while, when I start to become more serious about what I want to do with the game, I want to make sure that I'm focused on that information. So I start to slowly transition from no add-ons to essential add-ons to a ton, a ton of add-ons. And I've taken away most of the in-game art, which I feel kind of bad about. 
But to be honest, we don't need those weird little curves. At least when, when I'm looking for information on the screen and not being distracted, I'm not a huge fan of some of the green on there and some of the curves. They just get in the way personally or mm-hmm. moving the bar around. So I have more space on the side or in like a window box view or so, physical size or physical size. Some things are just massive. Even the, even the interface interface scaling doesn't help sometimes. So I feel kind of bad for getting rid of some of them. Like I use forge, which takes away a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And the ones I use that are, all, are not on that list uh, I actually recommended Better Quest Log, which is still being updated, which turns your quest log into a simple drop-down menu, which I think, as pretty as the quest log is in the game, I feel like it's really clunky. It's super clunky. And and with the Better Quest Log, you're able to sit there and open a whole section and get rid of a whole bunch. Like, if, you, if you're going back and you're like, oh, I've got five quests from, you know, White Veil, and I've, I've been out of White Veil for, you know, ten levels, I'm just going to go back and delete them. If you go back and delete them, on the current quest log, you delete one and then it closes it. And then you have to start all over again to go back to white Vale to close the next one. And then it, cl- you know what I mean? Versus yeah. this I one. I think where- there's an add on for that called better quest log. I that's, don't know. If it's that's what we're talking though. about. Oh yeah. Haha. <laughs> no, she's, she's pounding the point home. <laughs> it's still being developed. The, the dev was talking to people as early as, or as late as May 20th. I recommended grid. But people have been saying that once you get into raids, it becomes very CPU intensive. And the dev hasn't done anything, any communication since December. Yeah. So if, once that thing breaks, it's done. And I use Icon that's Loot, which I like a lot as well. That's my main problem with add-ons is that they're developed by people, just normal people. And you can't really like hold them to maintaining their add-ons. Yeah, they're not as don't... crazy as we are. I know all of our um, updates a bunch of outdated ones. Like Item Preview Improved, when it died, he... And another guildie um, updated it to item preview improved EX, which is a really good one if you like uh, previewing your costumes and stuff. Yeah, I totally Instead of that, using actually. the basic UI. I didn't realize that. Hmm. Uh, I, I, yeah. I actually found one in here that I want to try because... Uh, of course the, you did. The add-on, <laughs> the add-on that, that, uh, have. that I haven't tried before that is like something that's missing in my life is uh, Vince Builds, which will replace gear, hopefully. Uh, once I give it a shot after this podcast, <laughs> I'm surprised yeah. that Corona Pets isn't on here because Corona Pets, like there was two there was add-ons actually, for pets. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah. Corona, Corona Pets, pets. far and away has become the better app. Yeah, sorry. So uh, I actually, on a regular basis, go back to default. Like I'll get out, I'll, I'll, I'll add add-ons over and over and over again, and I'll and I'll start improving the game, and then it gets to the point where I'm like. All right, let's see if they've changed or improved or fixed anything. Because my, my, my opinion is is that if you just stick with these add-ons and keep updating, you never go back to the, the original. You, don't, you, you, you kind of forget what was there, and you also kind of don't know what they've improved or what they've fixed. And yeah, so, sure. so on a regular basis, I actually go backwards and go – and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that. I remember why I got this add-on, or yeah. I remember why I got this add-on. Oh, I don't need this add-on anymore. And they've been and, taking yeah. stuff from the add-on community yep. as well, like the new nameplates, or the sorry, the nameplates, not the nameplates over your head. The layering effect with casting spells and abilities—that was because people they noticed players' behavior with stacking bars from Corona, Corona, and Potato and Forge. So they mm-hmm. integrated a version of that into the stock UI, which I really, really enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm currently I'm currently on my no add-on section right now. Hmm. I tried Ooh. playing with no add-ons once. It was at Indigo's house, I and I that. signed into my game. And, he and, Indigo's house. and then I, I literally couldn't 
kill like a rouse tower like it was it was bad i had nothing you're one of those people that like has a system right and if i have one little piece of like jenga puzzles skewed you're like nope fuck it i'm out and toss pretty much that's that's pretty much how my entire life works actually (laughs) (laughs) that explains so i mean not much but still (laughs) indigo knows what's up baby how's it going Awkward. <laughs> I don't know. We just—I feel like we just hit something here. That we Stay should... on target. <laughs> <laughs> Must get back on topic. How about this? Everyone that was complaining about a conspiracy about the artifact weapons was like, "Oh my god, the quest is exile only." The Dominion finally got their first stat pink dough. Boom! And Enigma got it. Not even that—a motherfucking spell singer. Um, Booyah! Please look at the assault power this spellslinger has. So had. fucking bonkers. Please oh my look god. At the power. 4, 4,300 spell power. Or not spell power, assault power. Heartstone just leaked into my mind for some reason. Even better. <laughs> look at this guy's name. It's Savio the Emperor's Hand, comma, Master Ganker. <laughs> this dude was already kicking ass ticketings before he got that, that much AP. Imagine what he's doing now. Severity. Look at his critical hit severity. Oh, and his critical hit chance. Oh, God. It's bonkers. And that's before <laughs> any of the achievement stuff. This character's fucking nuts. Spell singer's yeah. best class, man. And he looks good. Like, that that, that outfit, that costume. I don't know. the guns. He is pretty dapper. The guns oh. are pretty tense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've decided that spell slingers kind of have, he like. like Deadshot. It, Spellslingers kind of have an advantage in looks, in my opinion, because of the guns. Except for the weird space pimp PvP gear we get. No, 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 no. That shit's weird. I don't know. <laughs> the, the weird, like, Nazi helmet nipples we get for our shoulder pads? I don't <laughs> get that. Who those <laughs> needs to see a therapist. Like, I don't even know how to deal with Some those. Some weird Freudian things going on there. <laughs> I, I don't know. He looks good. He looks good. I'm digging it. That's pretty cool. And we got uh, two to three, a few more things. Sorry, not two to three. We have a few more things to talk to you guys about. Uh, for those of you that have been on Twitch lately, been on the streams, this might be happening right now. Catharsis and some of their members are actually doing a leveling adventure from 1 to 50. Similar to Victorious Failures, similar to <clears throat> 0 to... <clears throat> sorry. Similar to 0 to... <clears throat> can't quite... Housing. Zero yeah. Oh, no, the housing stream that Wild started. Yes, that thing. <laughs> the 0 to housing stream. There we go. Yeah, they did that zero too. 0 to housing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, funny. Tony, I had to. But uh, they're actually going to try and do not just that, but even stream some Avatis stuff. So when you have a chance and you're done listening to us and you're done with the post show, go check out the Catharsis stream members. I believe, do we have names for these guys? Just want to double check to make sure so we can tell you guys who to look for. That's the first thing in the thread. Yeah. Pixel Warrior, Ava Gina, Mitosis Terra, Kushi Sensei, and Fearin Starcaller. Or Firend? Fearend? I don't know how to pronounce that. Why do you put a Y in your name? Ah, whatever. They're, they are on EU Jabbit. They've been doing a stream for 24 hours of playtime, hopefully, to get from 1 to 50 and show a little bit of rating as well. So go check that out. It'd be really cool. There is some fan arts, which is some really cool stuff. What is it? Oh, man. Okay, so uh-huh. Shugli decided to make some spoof art. And the spoof art is really awesome. There's two pages worth, and it's like he took movie posters and stuff and photoshopped in developers. Uh, my personal favorite is uh, the, the is awesome. Carbine Maleficent. <laughs> um, yeah, Indigo, please show that one on stream. It is awesome. And the Firefly one is pretty awesome. Lore Man is awesome with Pappy. Like, just it's amazing. How have we not seen it's... the Johnny English one with Jeremy Gaffney? The tagline, this guy again? 
The one for the advert? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Europe must like him or something. So it's if just, you want like, more, just like poke Shugly and be like, more. Even even uh, uh, Anne Lath goes, more Pappy spoofs, please. <laughs> the Hitman one, the Lordman with Pappy is fantastic. I don't think he actually photoshopped, just took Pappy's face and bam. I kind of want the lop one to be honest. I take that as a little poster to put on my desk. That'd be pretty Sorry, people listening to the audio podcast, just look at them. Like, I, you're we'll probably in, in there. your car or something, but just like pull over to the side of the road or whatever. No, get to where you're going. Don't you? No, di- uh, no. get to where you're going, <laughs> and then when you have time, don't. We take no responsibility for the the insanity he just spoke. Whoa, whoa, I can't believe you're the one disclaimering <laughs> someone. Right? I'm backwards as shit. <laughs> Look, I'm dumb enough to be on a stream in the middle of L.A. traffic on my phone on Skype. I don't want to put anybody yeah. else in that position. Yeah, you are a little dumb. I never denied it. <laughs> and some By the people way, will agree with me. The back to Nexus may turn into one of my backgrounds because that's an awesome one. Apparently this is STOS the backgrounds edition. <laughs> You gotta make sure your new like Nexus G five six C five whatever phone and your iPhone seven plus X needs a new background. Whoa, you don't have any idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about phones. Well, okay, I was talking about my talking about my desktop on my computer, <laughs> but that's cool, bro. It's ninety degrees. I'm having hallucinations with the heat it, stroke it, here. I, I'm sweating cool. underneath this shirt right now. It's so fucking hot. I can't think straight anymore. Chestnut, bring us home with the last two, please. I don't even know how to deal with you anymore. Uh, Oh, so if you didn't know, there's a site called Wildstar Fashion, and it is currently rebooting because of uh, Haola Ohana. Um, She's a really awesome community person that's sort of like coming out of the shadows again. Um, And she's been taking community submissions. So if you have an absolutely fabulous costume, she wants... (laughs) She wants them on her site, damn it. And she wants you to fill out info, like what dyes you're using, what helm you're using, things like that. So if someone is inspired by what you have going, that they can, like, replicate it to the best of their ability. Um, they also have, like, all the costume pieces up there, the mounts, the pets, like, stuff like that. So if you're looking for a particular set or item, you can search for it as well. Do they actually um, have information to tell you how to acquire it or just the image of it? As so far, I think it's just the image. Um, I haven't done a lot of searching on it. I was actually using Tour Fashion earlier today, which is another derivative of it. Oh, yeah. um, and they that the people who own the game dash fashion domain have a lot of different games that they use. So some of the posts have where to obtain. I think it just depends on who submits it if they can tell right. you or not. And if you guys have information, send it over to them because they're always looking for more information on it. Yep. It it does look like it's kind of a work in progress. So I think people going there and kind of submitting a bunch of stuff would help a lot. Not a bunch of garbage. Especially the hard to find costume piece people are talking about. Or some people yeah, run around absolutely. go, where'd you get that? Oh, I got this somehow, somewhere. And you find out, yeah. oh, it's actually the Warrior PvP Purple Gear. Don't yeah. be Krug, who everyone goes, oh my god, where did you find those uh, resignators? No, I don't know. Those I don't know. Awesome. I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember seeing them in my inventory and like, oh, these look nice. And I've never seen my costume. resonators. They're really cool. And they the need baller. screenshots, too. So if you have the costume piece or can make the costume piece if it's crafted and um, you're not one of the... Uh, races that are currently up there, then take screenshots and send them in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking of fashion and being the best dressed, 
So Doom Kitty is hosting another Nexus Best Dress Fashion List or Next Best Dress List. There we go. Fashion Gala on that June thirteenth at four PM Pacific and seven PM Eastern. There are four categories. I'm opening the link and my computer is slow. Best yes, color uh, scheme, four categories. best RP fashion, best costume, and best in show. And the, the rewards are, are gonna be plat. Yep. And then uh, there's also they're also adding in a new category this month, and they're calling it the light, lightning round. And she is super excited about this. So um, all the participants mm-hmm. are going to line up, and the judges are going to come up with a topic like Power Rangers or the Joker or something off the top of their heads. And then you have 60 seconds to create and dye that costume before they call time. And then whoever emulates that the best gets money that's, that's kind of cool a wonderful idea that is super cool and it's taking place <laughs> next weekend right next saturday yes 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 i might have to and it's gonna be two hours out. long um the event is up on a nook um which is a gaming social media site um so if you have an account there you can sign up uh quantum state radio is also going to be in attendance and doing some live broadcasting of music and stuff so i like hey. how celebrity in quotes are, and judges are, are going to be to be to be determined. And although Sheriff Woody and Buzz Lightyear have been confirmed, <laughs> I totally forgot to put a link to that. So Doom Kitty also ran across um, a guy in Algarok uh, who was dressed as Woody, and she's like, "Oh my god, that's like creepy! Oh my like god, Woody. that's awesome!" And then like he switched over to his other character, Buzz Lightyear, and it looks like freaking Buzz Lightyear. I'll have to dig them out and send them to you guys, but it is amazing. Like. They look like Buzz Lightyear, like the colors and the way their faces are set up, and it's, it's really awesome. Cool. I saw the Woody one, and it, it's creepy. It almost looks like the weird creeper Woody face, and like that's really cool. <laughs> how do they? How? There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so, um, we are gonna start wrapping up here in just a moment. And Chestnut, I know you kind of taken rightfully because it's all been honest in community news. The lead on this. Is there anything you wanted to talk about that we didn't have a chance to get to today? Um. I'm going to put up Yardcore tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Way to put her on the spot, man. Know, right? yeah. <laughs> we had a guest on for a reason, and she's done all sorts of cool stuff. I want to know if anything else that we couldn't get to. Yeah, so Yardcore. For folks that don't know, Yardcore Nexus is a YouTube uh, video I try to put up weekly. It hasn't really worked out that way because of real life. Um, where I tour a plot with someone who wants to show off their plot. Um, we talk about you know, why they made their plot inspiration, tips for beginners um, who are getting into housing. Um, and we just kind of view their plot and go around for about a half hour. And then I put a YouTube video up. This Monday is going to be uh, Zaberi from the forums. They let me tour. Um, they have like a Chua equivalent of Protostar for an RP group they do. And they had their Ooh. RP group there while I was doing the tour, which was a lot of fun because they had, like, Chua's, like, fighting and, like, shooting weapons and, like, running around, so it was fun. Um, And then the week after that is uh, Emberly Quinestri's uh, At At Plot. So. That sounds like a lot of fun. And so the next two weeks, some really, really cool stuff. I actually can't wait to see the video of the Chua stuff. I want to see what kind of hijinks they were doing in the background while you're doing all the question and answering and, and touring. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm always looking for volunteers, so if anybody wants to be a part of that, you can get in touch with me on game, hey, Twitter. Oh, no, sorry, Indigo, you should finish that haunted house one time, one of these days. Hmm? I also want to get with Behalter because he has a really, really <laughs> cool... Uh... Mount Plushmore? 
Yeah. <laughs> I have not seen Mount Plushmore. So cool. I haven't even oh, heard of so, Mount Plushmore. If you like Breaking Bad, you'll like you it. You saw it. We actually went on stream to his house one time. With that on it? Yeah. Yeah. It's in his underground house. He has uh, all the the Breaking Bad lab. In yeah. His, He's yeah. At the oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. He even oh, has oh, a little oh. skeech Jesse. Yeah. That's pretty and cool. It says, that says, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're now magnets. Uh, one thing that I don't want to forget, uh, and Elias just uh, very kindly reminded me, uh, Wildstar Community Magazine is uh, hopefully going to come out tomorrow. So if not tomorrow, look for it uh, early next week. I'm gonna yeah, I'm we'll gonna hold you to that. <laughs> we'll talk about it on the on the show a little bit too. See what see what showed up in it as well. So it's definitely worth talking about and definitely worth seeing. I think they're still looking for additional submissions, additional mm-hmm. writers, or additional content creators. So if you're mm-hmm. interested. Check out at uh, Elias, or is it Eli- it's Elias, right? At, at Elias Wildstar, at Elias WS on Twitter. So no joke, when when I was on, uh, when I was on Wild, oh, God, sorry guys, I apologize. It's when, hot here. <laughs> when, I, when I was on uh, Behalter's uh, and the, those guys' podcast, because I can't remember the name of it right now. Wildcast? Wildcast, thank you. Uh, we had him on, on the show, and we were like, is it Elias or Elias? And he goes... You know, I've never actually said it out loud, so... Well, that's because everyone never knows how to pronounce it. So, like, Elias, 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 Elias? Elias, I believe, right? Yeah, yes. Elias. Elias WS on Twitter. As for us, for Chestnut, if you want to get a hold of her, if you want to talk about Yardcore, you want to talk about Black Daggers, you just want to say hi because she's a very awesome person, you can find her at... Oh, wait, wait. Do you want to plug Black Daggers? Oh, I yeah. think Black Daggers kind of plug themselves because we're Ooh. out in the community doing things. They're everywhere. Bam! And we unofficially <laughs> plug them because they constantly are telling us all these awesome stuff. So we're like, look, Black Daggers is talking to us. We'll talk to anybody. And they're like, yeah, no, here we go. And dump everything on us. Like, here we go. We'll talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, Black Daggers Society, check them out. If you want to join the guild, really fun casual guild. If you want to talk to Chestnut, uh, hopefully she'll have more time to, to hop on the game and whatnot. You can see her running around. At GG Chestnut. As for myself, Doc, you can find me at DocQT on Twitter. Indigo, where can we find you? You can find me on uh, Twitter as well uh, at Indigo Jones QT or the Q Times uh, Twitter account. I run that. Uh, the Q uh, the Q Times Facebook page or the Wildstar Facebook page. You can find me uh, not Wildstar. I'm sorry, say, you the, don't run the Wildstar. The STOS Facebook. <laughs> no, I would be very very disappointed if I was running the Wildstar Facebook page because I don't like negative comments. So <laughs> it's very true. He's he barely handles us. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, you can find me uh, anywhere on there. And something I also wanted to point out is you can find all four of us on QTimes.com writing or producing some sort of content. Yeah. And Krug, before we go, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Strange underscore Tales. Uh, I love tweets, so tweet me because tweeting is fun. Uh, Twitter is like the best place to like joke around and troll people. So At least when the podcast isn't becoming sentient. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, sometimes sometimes my Twitter account does obtain sentience and kind of like dicks around with people. Uh, you can usually tell because it doesn't know how to not type in all caps. So that's pretty much what happens. And if you want to get in touch with me or any of the STOS guys, uh, you can get a hold of all three of us, talk about 
things you like about the podcast, improvements you want to see to the podcast. We love getting critiques and reviews. We like making ourselves better. You can reach out to us by email if you like at uh, stos at qtimes.com. And before we sign off for the week, we do want to close the submissions for yes. our last mystery box. We had yes, close to 100 do do. submissions this week, right? I don't know. I haven't looked. <laughs> I think we had wow. uh, You're the seventy worst. something. You're the worst. No, Why we had like worst? eighty to ninety. Somewhere between eighty and hundred individual. We had eighty-five. Yeah, 80, yeah. eighty-five. So a lot of people really want that box, and we're gonna figure out who wins it right now. It yes, is we closed, are. right? Yes, it is. That box in his and hand is gonna be going to somebody listening or watching. Hopefully, one or the other, instead of just some random person. Give me the box, and that wins. And the winner is drumroll. Uh, somebody named David. Yay! <laughs> David. Oh, oh, oh. I can give his. Can I give his Twitter account out? Is that the thing? Uh, yes, because the last guy didn't go back to us. As long as I have his first and last name on there. No, it's at I call Shogun. Oh, I oh I know that guy. I've seen him on Twitter quite a bit. I call Shogun. You just won the last mystery box. Hopefully, you're listening to this or watching this. Please get in contact with us. No, 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 no. I'm going to get in contact right with you. Now, you he's going to tweet I'm them gonna right get in now. Contact with you. He's going to get in yes. contact with you. Please respond back so we can figure out how we're going to get you this code. Yup. Yup. It'll be good times. Somebody uh, and thank you, everyone, for entering. We'll be doing other giveaways in the future, as we said before. So yes, stick think, around for those. Uh, yeah, we're going to do a few more. So as for all of us here for Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode 48, once more, we have Chestnut. Hi. And Indigo. Goodbye. And Krug. Bye. And I'm Doc. You guys all have fun. Goodbye. Mwah. Ah, God, I hate you. Kissy face. <laughs> and end. Now we are in the we are in the post show.